Ryan has a beard now. Dude, That's thanks weird. for noticing. <laughs> Join the club. Huh? It's, uh, it's his Corona beard. It's my Corona nice. beard. It's uh, <laughs> wow. remained by popular request. <laughs> How popular? Like, everyone... It's like, like who... 19 out of 20. <laughs> what, a, what a weird... Well, I was going to say 9 out of 10, but it's more than... <laughs> 19 out of 20, whatever. <laughs> your headphone, like, came off on your face. <laughs> I know, dude. That's why I bought those. Because, look, it peels off. Oh. Never buy Beats. Nice it quality. peels. Do you see that? Right, right, yeah. So now I have like headphone <laughs> remains. So okay, so our setup is very weird, and I'm not sure how good this will sound. So I was like, all right, let's record layout, and I forgot that you know we would be in the same room. So he said, "I'm worth the sacrifice." Mm-hmm. I said, that. "You are." You I actually are. have to force it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I thought, oh, we could either just pass around the microphone. But that's awkward, you know, that's, it just makes for a natural conversation flow thing. Right. So then I, I remembered, oh, remember when the MacBook 16-inch, <laughs> MacBook Pro 16-inch came out and he had all these, like, new microphones? No. And YouTuber Jonathan Morrison made Literally, that I don't remember this. interview with Phil Schiller. And he used, like, the new MacBook Pro to capture the audio of that interview. Does any of this ring a bell? Yeah, but don't even think about it. <laughs> Surprise! Really it sounded good. <laughs> no, this is bad. <laughs> this is what I'm doing, though. Oh no! Are you telling me that I need to change? <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, maybe you can do some magic on editing, but I didn't think that the sound was that great. It was like good for a MacBook, but nowhere near. Mm. Throw it away. Like, but oh. should I, I record? I literally, Whatever. Sorry. I think you know. The world's on fire. I've right never now. like uh, yeah. <laughs> people complain about I've, bad audio on our podcast. Like, I can't think of the last time I listened to a podcast and was upset about the audio quality. There was one; it was really amateur. Which one was it? I'm not going to say because it was a friend. I think <laughs> <laughs> it was yours. <laughs> now you have to bleep yourself. So, but but why does that? Do you think that means that proves that audio quality is not that important, or? That podcasters are actually pretty good, and I think that proves that Ryan is nice. <laughs> no, I, there are just people sh- who on his friend. On the sound for sure. I think I think if you literally don't use like an Apple earbud, your it sounds good. And if you don't have a ton of noise in the background and you like DS, like what are you doing with your? Sorry, with I'm your playing pants? with my Velcro watch. Yeah, Velcro watch pants <laughs> while you record audio. That's I don't do this. Yeah. Anyway, so audience. Hi, if this sounds like shit... It's my fault. Okay, so um, what happened today? Is there anything we want to talk about? Or just... I guess we can talk oh, about that A in. thing. Right Wait, in should I say hi? Oh, right. Um, <laughs> I just want to confuse everyone. Sorry. I swear we, we know what we're doing. Uh, we, have a, we have a guest on the show. Hello. It's a returning guest. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's weird. Was this... The last time was after I won the design award? Or is that a year uh, after? Shortly before. after, I don't. It was after I don't know. WWDC. Lo- low key humble brack though. Is that before or after? <laughs> I want to I'm not sure. <laughs> I was hoping to sneak that by. I, I can't quite remember. Good. Anyways, you know what, Ryan? I, I feel like I would have remembered more. <laughs> why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Ryan McLeod. Yeah, I think I was on the podcast three or four years ago after WWDC. I did not live in Amsterdam with Rafa. Whoa, is that true? I was Wait, in you guys live together? Damn, that's true. <laughs> I'm trying to really confuse our audience on here. the back deck. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, I also live in Amsterdam now, but I used to live in San Luis Obispo, and most people know me for making Black Box, which is a horrible game that you should not download for your iPhone. <laughs> He's trying to make up for the humble brag by like... Right. Just going to shit on yeah. myself for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this horrible, terrible game that I won an Apple Award, uh, an Apple Design Award with. People like that part. Yeah, so I figured <laughs> I'd in, mention it. It's in your bio. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have seen, but I put together a list of hopefully everything that got announced in the uh, Apple Notes folder. So nice. You wanna, Rafa you was furiously that. typing too. I took yeah. notes Holy whilst. Um, wow, I'm looking at his notes. Yeah, don't look at my notes. Oh my god, you look like a you look like an <laughs> iPad like ad. Because <laughs> I'm using uh, side like multitasking. Yeah, so, like and you move your fingers at like the same speed as like a hand model. Yeah, <laughs> I just like to live my life um, imagining them in an Apple ad <laughs> at all times. Yeah, uh, I live the real world like I'm playing The Last of Us now. Yeah, <gasps> Last of Us inventory nice. pickup. Don't okay. Don't derail this. All right. Sorry. Uh, so today we're recording this like. 20, half an hour after the WWDC main keynote uh, ended, finished English. Um, so these are, this is just going to be our first impressions, I guess, of what was announced. I haven't seen like the marketing pages that I assume have come out uh, in the meantime. Or we haven't seen any... Well, I haven't I seen any tweets or... I saw all the tweets. So all the tweets, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we got that covered. Uh the State of the Union what call presentation, which for people who don't know, it's is like it's a, the union, Apple Workers Union. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a it's an event. It's a what an event. It's a what? it's, it's like a keynote for the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> the keynote for the nerds, where they talk, they go deep into the, all the nerdy stuff, the nitty gritty, yeah, like the bar. actual developer stuff <laughs> in right. Apple's developer conference, which. By the way, I guess maybe I could start just by saying that I, I got a feeling that there's a lot of stuff that wasn't in the main keynote that is going to be part of you know iOS 14 and stuff because yeah. it felt a bit I don't want to say underwhelming because it was cool and I liked it, but you know for a developer there was not a lot announced at that keynote. Yeah, they left out some stuff like uh, you can set default apps. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. For mail and browser. Wait, I'm going to go get a bell. I got a feeling that I should. Wait. Essential work item for the podcast. Taking over. All right, so tell me all the secrets about Rafa. <laughs> uh, well, okay, oh, shit. he's putting headphones back on. Yeah, sorry. You missed your window. <laughs> but now I have a bell. I'm ready. Okay. Let's go. Cool. All right. Let's go. Kevin, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, cool. I actually took an entire day off for this. <laughs> so nice. Good. I took the whole week for this. Yeah, kinda. wow. Not Easy. really. But I'm not as dedicated. But it's good. And we're, th- like, out of this call, we're the only ones that are not, you know, Apple developers. True. <laughs> what? You're an Apple? What are you talking about? Well, yeah, but not, like, as my main, you know. The award-winning, uh, what's the name of the app again? <laughs> All right, no, this is your <laughs> fault. But it's... <laughs> It's black box. I'm pretty sure. What's Are we talking about hand mirror? Yeah. Oh, break the safe. R- right. Oh, don't don't do that. Don't mention break the safe. Yeah, I can't wait that. to hear all about your uh, total redesign of hand mirror with the new. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Should we go in uh, in the order because I feel like we'll descend into chaos unless we do that. I guess we can start by uh, 
talking about how how we felt about the whole new format like not you know it was a different format of keynote it was pre-recorded as far as i can tell like everything was pre-recorded mm-hmm. um definitely yeah yeah it was slick and dense and right hope they do it again yeah i right. actually liked it more than the normal keynotes like, yeah it was just really cool how they did like all the transitions and like really clever like just in in terms of stagecraft of like making sure everyone's separate and like taking you through yeah. uh apple park like just congrats all around like it was just so mm-hmm. good and so well shot and i think we saw at least for me like that there are actual benefits to being able to have like multiple camera angles and to be able to like <laughs> zoom in and like have the woman presenter yeah. like who's uh like showing something with the the car like actually be there and like i think those things like really add to the experience and just made it for me like even better than a normal keynote i think i think apple Keynotes, especially WWDC, like over the years, have been just more and more dense because they have more and more platforms. They have all the different OSs. They're like yeah. even cutting every hardware announcement out of WWDC because they just don't have the time. And I've seen, like, especially last year, it's just sometimes it feels so rushed because they have like you know that two-hour mark that they want to hit, and some of the things they feels you know yeah, just yeah, rushing yeah. through it. So this format allows them to just have a more tight edit. I still don't always get like who the keynote is for anymore. You know, it's like they could just release a really fancy website with all of the stuff. I mean, State of the Union goes into the details, but like you're just hitting on the the marketing points as fast as possible, or like what do they leave out? Yeah, I don't know. I, like the keynote is just entertainment, basically. Like they they could just release it on the website, but it's it's. I feel like it's kind of. Like, what if they release the Super Bowl, like, on, like, a streaming <laughs> thing? Like, just, you <laughs> can just watch score. it whenever you want. It's like, yeah, I guess you could. Like, there's nothing that, like, prevents you from doing that. But yeah, it's, yeah. like, an actual event when everyone watches it together and learn about it together. So, I think that's... True. And, and if you think of the context, like, of a conference, which it is, you know, it's in this, it's the C in the name. <laughs> it's a conference. So, you kind of need that opening keynote. Yeah, you know, you can't just release it like, oh, check the website and then meet us here at 10 a.m. in the yeah, lobby. Yeah, I guess I'm, I meant more like trying to figure out. People say like it's supposed to be a developers conference, but like they know tons of press watch it and are picking stuff right. up for to make consumer announcements too. Like definitely, the first keynote is a it's a press it's a media event. Yeah, um, but I do think that you know like just how they released the AirPods Pro and they had like a bit of a video there, but I feel like now the precedent's sort of been set that if they do these other announcements, like, they could probably have a presenter there and, like, walk you through and have it be more than just an ad and actually be just like, hey, this is like a, I don't know, like, 15-minute keynote, <laughs> basically, for yeah. this one product. Like, I think that could happen. Um, what about that uh, that uh, view of the world with a Memoji? Or Memoji. <laughs> so cute. That was cute. Yeah, that was nice. Sorry, Rafa put it on the TV. And I didn't have my glasses on. I was like, oh, it's like cute where everyone's watching from. Uh, and then I think you pointed, you're like, they're little people. It's uh, <laughs> <was> like, whoa. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah. I, yeah, we were like kind of debating if that, if that could be some sort of real time thing, you know, uh, maybe even like <laughs> talked about maybe they're pulling. Just to bring up people's memojis. Apple IDs. Yeah. Memoji. <laughs> <laughs> but that just feels like yeah, that yeah, would be probably not much. Apple. Probably not Apple. 
maybe they use differential privacy to guess how people make their even then i feel like for these things it's like nobody will notice the difference whether it's real or not so might as well have it be pre-recorded and totally controlled but it was yeah great. i thought it was a really great cool. transition i i gotta say though i missed the classic opening video that they usually yeah. have because those are always great um I remember the one with like designed by Apple, you know, with the little dots. I think that was a dub. Hmm. That was the, the last... was that the, the iOS seven keynote? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? I think that was yeah. a long time ago. No, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. A long no, time no, ago. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Kevin's right. Okay, like We're every uh, what was it like? Um, for every yes, every there's a thousand no's. Thousand no's, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was not iOS seven. I'm it's telling you, way I, I believe that I, was I, iOS 7. I definitely watched that video at least four years ago. <laughs> Whoa, I'm totally Was that before or after that. the Apple Design Work? <laughs> In reference to the, it was a BADA, I think. <laughs> BADA before. <laughs> Sorry, I hate myself. <laughs> Anyway, cool format. We liked it. All right, let's talk about the stuff. Yeah, I want to talk about the stuff. Cool. So let's start with, we're just going to go like in order of things that were, you know, announced. 30 seconds. So first we got Um, Tim telling us about Black Lives Matter. Just kind of recapping this. I think did it really well. Um, I thought it was clever how they like did the reverse shot of like showing essentially the the empty audience. It's like an interesting like introduction to this new new style of keynote. It's kind of cool leaning into like not trying to make it like, oh, you're there, but you're actually not there. It's just like, yeah, you're not here. Yeah. And let's put it on its head. Yeah, because otherwise you're kind of expecting some claps. Like you're expecting it to just be normal because you rarely see the audience in normal keynotes. So yeah, I thought that was like leaning into it in a great way. Um, that just, yeah, got us ready for the rest. Didn't notice the claps at first, and then someone pointed it out, but then I quickly forgot again. I feel like the music transitions and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Watching it with someone else, too, was exciting. Yeah, Did well, you clap, I, mean, Kevin? I would say, like, that was the one thing that I maybe like less about this new format is like the pace was already so quick but at least you got the pauses for the claps now it's like boom 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 like one after the other the one thing that they added was the transitions between the rooms which i thought was was cool and i guess like that's the purpose that it served um but yeah like definitely that was definitely there was definitely editing cuts in all those even where they were in this quote-unquote same room yeah they threw it they flew a drone through that glass i mean like in the room (laughs) in the lab with craig and that guy talking about the chips yeah. it's a guy uh, with the they were trying to they were trying to okay. hide some of the cuts but some of them were yeah pretty obvious yeah also uh, some people were saying like oh it's probably going to be recorded outside i think the main issue was that it was like having screens outside would have been kind of tricky mm-hmm. so yeah they kept, kept it mostly inside yeah. they wanted to show off i thought it was an interesting point with the covid stuff of like maybe they made a big point of making it like everyone's in a different room Instead of, like, walking yeah. across the stage. Like, was it an know. intentional thing? Maybe. Yeah, I was like, I they're know. definitely not going to pass the clicker around, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play um, So then Tim handed it over to Craig. And as soon as said, Craig, like, was like, we're going to start with iOS. I was like, oh, okay, something's big's going to happen. And we knew mm-hmm. for sure that the arm transition was was going to be a thing. But I was like, well, it's not- arm transition, like, it's not a thing that you talk about for 
half an hour. Like, it's cool totally. and it's kind of nerdy, but like, why are they starting with iOS? Like, usually they end with iOS because that's where the most yeah. stuff is. It's like, True. okay, interesting. Like, I was ready for some something unexpected to, oh, to I didn't happen. Think of that. So, anyways, we'll leave that for later. So right away, right off the bat, we hit. Uh, we're hit by the new home screen announcements. Yeah. Oh, and even before that, they showed the iOS 14, like the, you know, the logo type, if you will, with the SF rounded. Yeah. Is that new? Did they have that before? I don't like. Think what so. part of it do you think is new? Are, are the rounded that they're using now? The rounded, like. Well, that's that's they like using that SF before? rounded, right? Like that already. Yeah. Existed. Yeah. But, I thought they were using SF but, but Display before. For the iOS version. For logos. iOS 13. Hmm. Good question. I don't remember. It looked... It felt new. They've always been pretty narrow. And sh- yeah, iOS 13 was rounded. I'm looking at it now. But they also did the reverse. So iOS 13 was a white icon with the colored text, and then they did the colored background. Oh. Can you believe we're on the number 14? <laughs> we made it. <laughs> like, Damn. <laughs> That Damn. seems like a joke at some point. iOS is like a teenager now, you know? Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, joke. Okay, sorry, Kevin. You mentioned uh, widgets, home screen. Yeah. Actually, before widgets, well, I don't remember the order. Like, widgets in the new... Confabulator. What? <laughs> Do you remember the app before widgets on the Mac? No. It's called Confabulator. It was like widgets, and then Apple Sherlock the shit out of it. Whoa. Yeah. You're... I thought, I thought you would know this. Yeah, no. Disappointed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I do know about this, but it's always been like a thing that was there before I used the Mac. Uh, <laughs> so. I'm pretty sure that's the name. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, the widgets were, it was sort of amusing to see like Apple announce them in a way that I've seen like a dozen different people over the last five years make like fake videos about iOS. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if? You could look at the weather in the space of three <laughs> icons. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's basically what they did. <laughs> yeah. It looks great. So well, why now? Despite, you know, because like, it's not that they, they needed the time to really design the best experience for this. Because, again, like you mentioned, it looks pretty obvious, an obvious thing to do. Yeah. But it just felt like they dipped their toes in the water with uh, with last year's iPad OS because mm-hmm. they had that effectively widgets even though they were not calling it that yeah. back then in the home screen uh, and actually a lot of the stuff that we got in iOS 14 comes from last year's iPad OS update so we have the widgets we have picture in picture is pretty much the same uh, UI and probably more that I have in the notes but like you felt like they tried it and tested with iPad you know um, it's typical of them, right? I mean, like, to try something in a weird way that not everyone uses and mm-hmm. roll it out further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the complexity is, of yeah. the widgets on the home screen is there's a lot of, like, space management issues. Like, how do you make things bigger? How do you make things smaller? Like, <laughs> what happens when you move the icons around? Like, those are all, like, kind of fiddly things that they just had to iron out, I think. Even though, like, the yeah. end result is kind of, like, exactly what you expect. It's not hard to imagine that got punted from last year too mm-hmm. we have a new like effectively four icon uh widget size yeah uh which looks a lot like a, a watch os you know screen like, in terms of size 
um, I'm, I wonder if the, somehow we could have almost like a- Apple Watch apps running in the home screen as a widget. That feels like too much. <laughs> Don't they do that because it's not built correctly. But they both do Swift UI now, right? Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I heard. I mean, I guess that they're going to limit a lot the interaction. Coming like soon, I, break the safe for your home screen. <laughs> Hell yeah! Like I'm not. I'm assuming no horizontal swipes. No, yeah, right. Like if they're going to limit the interaction in that, right? You can't yeah. do. It, it's you know, they're pretty nerfed already. Pinch to zoom on a map. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're really limited. Yeah. I love the ripple effect when you were, you know, uh, I saw putting that. it in the home screen. Oh, that so was cool. new and cool. Yeah. My, I have a note here that is that this is pretty cool and no one is going to use it. <laughs> like, I don't see, quote-unquote, regular users... I have a disagreement. Uh, ...coming up with, like, you know, going to settings or one of the editing mode and going through the available widgets and putting it and rearranging their home screen and stacking widgets. You know how you can flick through little yeah. widgets? That surfaces them to people, anyone. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like that's the point. Like, you had widgets, but nobody knew to 3D touch and stuff to find them, and they were getting kind of neglected. And this is kind of a way to save them because people will start seeing other people with them, or they'll see them in that little stack thing. Um, hopefully, developers will spend more time on them. Did anyone pick up how you're going to add them? Like, maybe you push an app icon in it. No, so there's a when you're you put your phone in jiggle mode, which is now. Yeah, jiggle chart. mode. Uh, yeah. There's a plus button in the like left ear, and then you tap that, and then you have this like card mm. that comes up from the bottom, and you can, See, I guess, drag. That I don't think I, tap on. I don't it. think anyone will I use it. Um, yeah, I think for me, it opens up a whole can of worm of like, how do I rearrange my home screen now that this thing exists? So it will be interesting to see. I do feel like a lot of combinations are really ugly. <laughs> And so it would be hard to get the functionality that I want while still making it look nice. Um, you can guarantee one thing. What? You will be offended. <laughs> Maybe. By people's home screens. <laughs> Even more so. <laughs> um, so we'll see. I do like the idea of the uh, app library because that's essentially what I yeah. have right now on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that I've sort of that. recreated like kind of manually. Um, so it'll be cool. I think more than the widgets, that is the one feature that nobody, no real person will use. <laughs> like, I don't think... People won't use that? Yeah, because, like, I don't expect, like, non-techie folks to, like, go into jiggle mode and manually delete their apps to make it close. So what it'll, it'll mean is this will be the 20th page on their home yeah, screen, yeah, yeah. and they will just, like, not end up using it. I, I know I will. Do you think I that's will. how it works? But, uh, how do you... I thought it, it was there for everyone, and it just kind of yeah. So what they said everything. What they said is it's the last app of your of your yeah. home screen. So if yeah. you already have like 20, 20 screens, it'll be like the twenty first screen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then that's <laughs> obviously well. like kind of pointless, like for you to yeah. have to swipe all this way. And so then you have to go into jiggle mode and then tap on the dots and then delete the pages manually. <laughs> And then what? I'll make, Wait, you can, essentially bring that last yeah, page forward. Which pages do you want it? You can include. delete a page yeah. of apps. Yeah. What happens to the apps? They just, they just go on that library. The the app, like, I believe the apps are there. Like, I need to rewatch a video, but I think it's almost like more like hiding the pages than deleting them. 
This is fascinating. But my question is like, what happens when you add enough apps so that there's a new page that would appear? Like, does it just like randomly appear in the middle or what? I don't know. I feel like this is going to be an onboarding page that gets added in like (laughs) beta eight. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, hey, organize all your shit. When they're just so desperate or in a point release after it's like, okay, nobody yeah. gets it. <laughs> tap, tap this button. It's like I just showed my uh, aunt how to do the stacks on her Mac. Nice. Oh, I got it. So it's okay. like, do you want me to clean your desktop? She's like, yes, please. Uh, and then I, bam. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but like we I, complain about it, but I'm super excited about it because I think that's exactly the behavior that I'm trying to manually recreate. I like that the yeah. apps, the top apps of each section are like one tap away. You don't have yes. to go into the folder. That's super it's, awesome. Which I guess makes me wonder, like, why couldn't you do a folder like this? Actually, maybe you can, yes. but like a just, you know, a normal yeah, folder you on your on your lock screen. It's a or, I'm sorry, not yeah. lock screen, on a home screen. Yeah. Um, I always wanted that because they look so funky when you had like two, like yeah. I used to have Apple Maps and Google Maps in a folder <laughs> and it looked really dumb. And I always wanted it to just be like a split thing or right. something. Like maybe now you could, I don't know. But yeah, I think this is cool. I'm curious about what's going to happen with the pull down from the, <laughs> so these gestures are so hard to describe, but like pull down from like the middle of the screen, from the home screen that bring, brings spotlight. up the search the spotlight search yeah like because mm. that's it i essentially want this screen to happen when i do that like i have years and years of muscle memory on <laughs> doing this so we'll see i'm curious but they're going to be the the same like the today view widgets or whatever they call it today it's the same you know component right yeah. they're not going to be like developers they're not separate things for developers i assume. i don't think so so on a home from the lock screen, if you just swipe from left to right, yeah, we'll see. You know, will they keep this today view still? Mm. Uh, just with widgets, I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Good yeah. question, right? <laughs> I for for the way I use the home screen, this is welcome edition. Like I already only have one screen. Effectively, I have app library. It's just one folder, and I max out the number of apps you can have in that folder. I found out there's a limit. That's how I use it. I think it's nine pages. I I can check. I don't know. No, please don't. Anyway, but I just like just the fact that when I install a new app, it's not going to create a screen for me. That is already yeah. Know, oh my five, god, six, there's so many dots. <laughs> Fuck, wait, one, two, three. Four, but five, you six, you always seven, put eight, it in the nine, folder. Ten, like every time you download a new app, you like drag it in. Yeah, 15 is a maximum number of I just let the page, like, accumulate. Like, I, I never go beyond the second page on my home screen, but even beyond Because I hit the limit, it forces me that if I'm installing a new app, it means that I have to delete another one. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fair uh, enough. So, You're like the feature. Marie Kondo of uh, home screen <laughs> yeah, organization. Does this bring me joy? Marie Kondo with a giant rug to sweep shit under. <laughs> Hey, apparently Apple agrees with me with this philosophy because uh-huh. they've now built it as part of the thing. Do so. you think they'll put all the Apple apps in one folder? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Good question. I don't know. Should yeah. we move on or is yeah. this podcast yeah. going to be four hours long? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, that's basically it for iOS 14. No, <laughs> I guess well, <laughs> they, they, moved, they moved on to Siri. So yeah. Siri doesn't take over your entire screen anymore. No. And can we talk about that giant... Blob and <laughs> it looks really cartoonish, but I think it'll look less funny in person. 
Yeah, and I, hmm. I was looking at the website, and on the website, the the icon is not as big. So I don't know if there's some kind of transition hmm. that happens or something. Maybe it grows when you start speaking. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Hmm. On on the website, it kind of looks uh, home button sized. <laughs> I think it'll be cool. Maybe the screenshot from the web page is from a Mac, uh, whatever they call it, the big iPhone, whatever they call it. Oh. The Pro Max, the, the Mac. iPhone Mac, <laughs> <laughs> the Max. Right. Um, yeah, I'm like I'm happy with this change because basically it's like they've just assumed that Siri will suck, <laughs> and so it's like okay, assuming that it sucks, how do we make it less disruptive <laughs> so you just like can easily tap away or like keep doing what you're doing, and so uh, I feel I feel like it makes it just like I don't, they always have this idea of like. Oh, it's this like core thing that you do when you go into like I'm asking Siri a question mode. More, it's like it's annoying because you're waiting for a transition and then you're waiting to like swipe it away. And like yeah. now it's just it's more of like a part of your flow. You yell something and then like go back to what you're doing. Or if you are if you have all the Apple devices, including HomePod, if you say <laughs> the trigger phrase, like even if I'm working on my iPad and I say Tingas play something every single screen just like do is a takeover and stops <laughs> yeah. everything even if the the home pod will eventually turn it off on place. my ipad like some interesting design things here is that it doesn't seem like it's showing like your transcription of what you're saying anymore which is like that's kind of a bold move <laughs> um and it also seemingly removes the ability for you to correct what you've said you know how, like, previously you hmm. were able to just, like, tap right. on the thing and then, like, type yeah. in, this is what I meant? So, yeah, maybe there's some other way to do that in this UI, but I don't, I don't see it. That's a good call. Well, let me ask you this. How often do you use that that feature? Like, how often do you go back to your request and added it? Not yeah. really, because yeah. honestly, like, I'm so not ambitious with my serial requests anymore. Like, <laughs> I will just set a timer no. and that's it. And I know that I guess mm-hmm. that, like, pretty well. I have only done it because I feel like I know people that work on that stuff and they would like the edits because it sends some signal wow, back Ryan. to fix Jesus stuff. Christ. <laughs> but I have done that in the past. Like, I have done it. And, and they also do have some suggestions of other things you might have wanted to say that sound close. So it's not necessarily like, yeah. oh, wait, that's a thing. Manually type everything. So. My other question, maybe you guys saw this. Um, I didn't see a single demo with a third party siri widget thing yeah no i haven't seen that that either yeah yeah wait explain they they showed someone like put milk on the list and then like a little reminders chunk came up with the item like notes and stuff like that oh so it makes it a little more interactive they've done that they've played that a little bit but i don't think i don't think there's anything exposed to developers for doing that anyway so when you ask siri to add something to to reminders you see a little UI yeah. floaty thing. Yeah. What you're asking is if that custom UI for Siri requests, if that will be open for a third-party developers. Yeah, but say, developers like, can start. already do that, no? Like, it's just this, the Siri intent, and then you can even yeah, render, yeah. like, any kind of view and yeah. order soup or whatever. You can? You can? You can yeah. Custom UI? Yeah, they had oh. that last year, like, custom, or even maybe like two years ago or something like that. Uh, it used to be like just for the specific type, like square cache would show some kind of UI. So I'm assuming it's just the same thing. Like you're presented in a slightly different context, but... Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. What'd you say about not being the, I'm the only developer? 
<laughs> but uh but yeah like i mean there are some questions about like how are they going to render when an app has multiple questions that they need to ask you i suppose it's like a series of notifications but like it presents some new cases basically where people might swipe the notification away or something like that or have multiple yeah. notifications back to back so it'll be interesting but i think overall it's, it's pretty like cool a nice improvement yeah, and uh, no full full screen um, phone calls. Also cool. Yeah, I feel like those are the same in my mind. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, they even the UI I think feels the same. Yeah, that's another one where it's like, yep, like everyone just kind of mocked it up exactly how it is. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty. Uh, it's pretty obvious. Weird. Yeah, kind of related is that now dictation is going to happen on device. It already was. IOS 13 supports offline dictation for a bunch of languages, but it falls back online. It falls back online. Here's the thing. Did you see the sort of like viral video controversy yeah. thing where someone had no. an Android next to an iPhone side by side and did dictation oh, on slow. both? And iPhone was noticeably slower than Android. Yeah. And then yeah. there was like a turns out to this situation that is like, uh-huh. turns out if you put the phone in airplane mode, then to actually as fast. So it seemed like when you had an internet connection, it still did make some kind of connection with a server, which slowed things yeah. down. And so I think what they're doing now is like, well, okay, let's actually just like run it locally and figure it out all huh. the time. Interesting. So that's seems awesome. like a UI issue because they could be doing the offline one and then still doing requests and correcting stuff. Might look weirder. Maybe that's what they're going to do now in 14. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty incredible. So, but it, it does seem like, like someone yeah. saw this video and it's like, why like why do we have this problem <laughs> like all right yeah. so damn it's good you know so that's why that's why you know complaining on publicly on twitter is good <laughs> it makes never run to the press no. yeah <laughs> that's, i don't i think yeah the the text-to-speech stuff is crazy like i used to embed this like 40 meg speech model just to do text-to-speech wow. just to do speech-to-text oh, wow. for english in black box for a single challenge or a single word spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert the game's been out four years you should solve this one by now and just yeah i got rid of that a year or so ago and put in apple's thing and so it can support other like dialects and stuff but it's just like the, like it was so amazing at the time the mm. idea that you could do offline speech recognition at like 40 megabytes just like what is going on <laughs> and then to have that for every language system-wide i don't know yeah, that's awesome. To take a minute to appreciate. <laughs> Let's take a moment of silence for this feature. No. Uh, next was uh, the Translate app. So this is yes. a brand new app. Yes. This is Apple kind of like coming in and like, hey, like we can do Translate too. <laughs> so what it's do you what do you guys hot. think about it? I think for me and Ryan, who, hey, Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, who live in a country where we don't speak their native language. Speaking kind of Asian. Come on, <laughs> stop flexing. <laughs> like I, when I moved to this country, translator apps was like a new thing in my life. Yeah, a very prominent. Yeah, thing yeah. in my, my life. Dock. Hmm. Wow. It's on my home screen, which you know, I'm, I'm not ready. Uh, that's why you're better at touching me. But so anyway, so the the, the offers out there, the Google Translate, I think, is still the best service. It's There's a, a couple horrible app. But it's a horrible great app. service. Yes, exactly. And then even on the Mac, I don't want to jump ahead, but like it was the well, no, I don't need to jump ahead on the Mac. On iPad is the reason why I sometimes I still use Chrome because all that translation stuff is yep, built in the browser. Yep. Um, when I saw that Apple was you know working on a native solution for this, 
it was the best news mm. uh, at that point. Uh, but then when they showed the list of languages that will support on, <laughs> on launch, Dutch is not there. Uh. And Portuguese is, which, by the way, me living in Portugal, like Portuguese is like one of the last languages to get anything. Like, I, it's I, probably because of Brazil. It's definitely because of Brazil. But like, still, yeah. like we, it took so long for us to have Siri. Brazil's a really growing market for Apple stuff. Right. That's true. Uh, but even then, you know, in terms of Siri or whatever, it's still separate. Yeah. yeah. We have Brazilian Portuguese in Siri, but no Portuguese oh, really? Portugal. Oh, yeah. I figured they tried to do them in lockstep, and that's why you would get it. I feel it. like that's yeah, not the that's only not really. feature that uh, you guys got snubbed on this year. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, good catch. Thanks for nice. thinking of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a just quick aside. The, the Google app, the Translate app, doesn't suck. There's just like... It feels neglected in some ways, but mm-hmm. being able to do the camera lens and point at stuff, mm-hmm. if the feature worked in an intuitive way, it's it's an amazing technological thing. Yeah, I and know I, I using use the it mate, whenever the I travel because I have a nut allergy. <laughs> so this app is very oh. important to me to be able to read like the ingredients if I like mm-hmm. buy something like off a store or something like that. There's a so. Dutch guy working on a really cool app for scanning uh, product ingredients and quickly. Yeah, I saw that. I actually downloaded... I don't know if it's out it's or if it's the beta, a test flight. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm on the test flight. Um, it's like, I, I love the idea. I don't know yeah. if I will trust it. Like, I think it will probably be my, like, first pass, basically. Yeah. See, like, if it tells me, like, no, there's nothing, then I will read <laughs> the ingredients uh, myself. Uh, like, only positives. Yeah, basically, because, like, if it makes a mistake, that could be pretty fatal, but... <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Not a but, space yeah. I want to get into. But, <laughs> but, it's, but it's a great, great idea for an app, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it's exciting to see Apple take on something like that, yeah, though. So right. Is there something it is right in up there that alley, excites right? you like about the, it? Like translate to the apps because because uh, sorry not Google Maps compared to Google Translate because um, I don't really yeah. use it enough to know like what are the things that suck about Google Translate that this would be better. I well I do think about the privacy sometimes where it's just like I'm tr- dumping like an entire document mm-hmm. into Google Translate. I don't think that Google is using that stuff, um, but it's just nice to not think about it at all. And besides that, just, well, the Apple one doesn't have like the photo translation thing, which is honestly very useful. Mm. Yeah, I didn't see uh, that. They bought that from WordLens or whatever a while back. Yeah. Um, but it's just nice to see someone like focus on the UI of an app. I'm sure it'll have a great widget for doing from the keyboard. I've always wanted the Google Translate app to have a way where like I can just shake it or something or like slam the phone to one side to like flip the languages. There's all these basic things we right. somewhere else you use over and over and over. Um, especially moving here, I feel like I've become aware of the shortcomings of a company that's like not very international and the stuff mm-hmm. that they don't think about. Um, mm-hmm. Now I think about it a lot and I feel feel your pain. Uh, for me, it's two things. Yeah, there's a major... Um, like it doesn't, from all the things I see, it doesn't seem to support camera view, you know, like translate, you know, on the fly or just yeah. take a picture and then translate the text. That is primarily like the main way I use Google Translate. Uh, it's like if I get a letter in the mail, like pff, everything's in Dutch, I'll just take mm. a quick picture and scan the whole thing and whatever. But the UI is pretty terrible. I, I'm not a fan. And having a native solution, I can see like quickly asking Siri, how do you say this in Dutch? Yeah. You know, oh, getting I've tried that. doing that in right. Siri. I always forget. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't work, right? No. no that was one thing. So even apart from the Translate app, Siri now will also support translating 
hmm. you know, languages on the fly. Right. They'll cool. probably add like 10 languages next year. Hmm. Yeah. I'm so Some curious about the design of this app because it looks so basic. Like, it almost feels like it's like someone's first Swift UI app or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so much so that the, uh, you know, when you rotate your phone, there's this, like, attention mode they can have. Mm-hmm. And they're using Helvetica, not San Francisco as the font. Really and it's that. just like, why? <laughs> like, it huh. just seems odd. So, I don't know. That shouldn't pass app preview. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, well, catch you know. that. <laughs> Interesting. As, lo- as long as you yes. give your 30%, <laughs> you're good. Oh, my God. Oh, there he is. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Moving on. Uh, next, I believe, was messages. Yeah. This is all I wanted. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told you that like a month ago. That, that I can confirm. That's true. You said everything you wanted in iOS 14 was new updated messages <laughs> cool so what uh, did we get we got pin conversations so that's mm-hmm. when like you can select okay these i don't know like nine people are the people i talk to all the time i want to pin them any thoughts on the ui yeah it's- the ui was weird i'm not i don't think i'm a fan it just takes so much space uh and maybe it's just because i'm used to seeing like a list of threads with a little you know snippet of the conversation so maybe i'm just expecting a list and when you put all of those you know that gallery you know the all the emojis thing just takes up so much space it feels like damn i don't know what you're well, not I know, I know who's not going in my top nine <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i don't know maybe maybe it'll grow on me but uh my first reaction was, oof, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I did think it looked a little silly with the full grid. I liked it with the three icons. Right. Um, I can see that. The thing that got me seeing the design a little bit more was when they showed like how messages can come in there. Like If you've ever been in a situation where you're like texting lots of people, that felt like a really cool way to see like a lively... But see, but why feel of what's going on? Like, how much time are you going to spend looking at that screen? Yeah, super fair point. Yeah, I also felt like it's, (laughs) we talk a lot actually on this show about UI innovation and how like boring most like software design is these these days. Like this is an example of non-boring UI design (laughs) for sure. Like it's really like kind of clever to show the people's pictures with like a speech bubble like coming out of their face and doing all this. But I have to say (laughs) it looks cool. Is it practical? I don't know. Yeah. Like they have like all sorts of differently sized text, which is like they zoom it in like really big on here, but in real life it's probably gonna be really small and actually like kinda hard to see. Like, okay, so what are the new conversations here? Like what has been updated? I so, think it still works. I, yeah, like time will tell. Like we'll we'll have to see when we actually use it in practice. But I'd say like yeah. I'm at a I'm not convinced yet. I kind of want to see what this looks like in practice. My other thought was um, how often I go into the new share sheet in iOS 13 and I'm looking for one of like the six people I might be texting throughout the day in that little top sheet. It feels kind of similar to that Mm -hmm. where I often go to messages and if someone's below the fold, I often am going to search their name. So I feel like this might save doing some of that sometimes. And I also find myself at the share sheet doing that where sometimes I'll see the person in that list or like I'll forget to scroll and I'll hit message and start searching or typing their name. Mm. Like all those little instances feel Mm -hmm. like 
I got I got to say, in terms of practicality, one thing I can see going for this is that, assuming that the the, the people, the, the conversations that you pin, they will stay in that position. Uh, that's something that might be useful. Just knowing, yeah, like spatially that you know, right. Ryan will always be at that top right, so it, you know, can quickly oh, get to yeah, of course, buddy. Yeah, that's uh, true. You know, so having that. Uh, you, you will start building that muscle memory of like going for it because sometimes that happens. Like I, you know, yeah. I text most often with you know, let's say four different people, yeah. right? And sometimes there's days where I just get more messages and those people get yeah. a bit buried in the list a little yeah. bit, yeah. and I just find myself a lot of times just trying to find them. Yeah. Um, so I get that. I guess that's one thing going forward. I I had a. This is not entirely related, but today when we were. Um, rapid fire quote unquote blogging <laughs> we're both on our laptops typing we're in like a few different iMessage threads and on the Mac at least well it's the same but every time I would reply to one it would move up to the top and then I'm using my sh- keyboard shortcuts to jump around and quickly like paste tweets and slam things out and there were so many instances I almost sent stuff to the wrong group because right. the order changing so just yeah, like so that like, persistence it's for the, those people yeah it's the FaceTime problem all over again basically like with well, all the maybe. little like thumbnails moving around all the time it's like yeah. no like i want people to be like in one predictable spot for the entire yeah. conversation so i'm all yeah. all for less list views though so like, <laughs> making more exciting ui hot takes i don't know one just one aside that i want to say i i have to do more you know field research or whatever like i have to look at people's phones more often but i think what apple pulled with emoji as a designer like for a platform to be able to rely on emoji instead of just a letter in a circle yeah um <laughs> like again i don't know i i assume the adoption of people having emoji as their default avatar is way curious to scroll through mine. it's it's way higher than people having their own custom picture but i still assume it's way higher than you know, like we're getting rid of colored circles with the first letter. They're not even color; they're gray. They're gray. Even like another reason to for you to go and update <laughs> your thing, because like as a designer, you being able to rely on that uh, as like a fallback. Uh, like even sometimes, I prefer to have an emoji of in, in my contacts over, over their own picture. Because I just you know. want a color, man. <laughs> so anyway, because like this UI. Uh, again, I I haven't checked the marketing pages, so I can only I'm only thinking through you know, using my memory to think of the. Wait, can we talk about the cool stuff? The... <laughs> what do you mean? Let's In get to iMessage. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so I message. mean Sorry. the the one of the biggest things that I wanted was the threads and mm-hmm. the execution of that was super cute. We didn't quite see all of how it works, but they did it. And is it just for groups? Or can you Good point. A single I don't know. Person, I don't. I can't see why they would mode. make it just for and mentions. Mentions are weird. Why do you do that? I guess if someone's ignoring a group, maybe. I mean, you probably could check, could could tweak your notification preferences to say, you know, how you can mute threads. Yeah, like mute threads, but except for mentions. Except for mentions. Yeah, yeah that's like what they said. Yeah, I like that. Oh, they said that. Cool. Yeah. Um, they also brought back sort of like the um, the Apple Watch like home screen honeycombs design style <laughs> to show like, I the, love the profile that. pictures. I actually really like headers. it too. I oh, saw so someone posted on Twitter, I think today, like a screenshot of one of their 
like old conversations it's just like a conversation with 20 people and you can you can't see a single picture basically because it's like a tiny line oh because they get tiny yeah so this no, is, the, this is going to be way better like in the current because right now they overlap right like they stack them on top yeah, of yeah, each yeah, other yeah. And it's just like not really great yeah, and so this is cool and it, it'll surface the people who talk the most and stuff like that like really clever and it just nice. surf yeah the, the redoing it was awesome but also yeah getting that sense of scale for the group because i often will go to find these groups of like three or four people i send to in the share sheet and you can't tell because you just see the two circles yeah it just it takes so much like detail eye work yeah, exactly. Like that little loop de loop. That little loop de loop between the bubbles. It looks so cute. Yeah. It's TLDR. This is WhatsApp, but better designed. Boom. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> so, other than that, uh, just quickly, new Memoji styles with face coverings, and uh, sure. you can now set group photos. Uh, so, and you can make your Memoji more middle aged. <laughs> True. I forgot about this one. <laughs> so, next up is maps. Maps. So, <laughs> there's uh, some things that caught my attention uh like canada is next in line to get the new maps <laughs> so yay for me hey. congratulations buddy <laughs> nice. um they've yeah. also added guides which is like a natural extension i think to like their list functionalities that they added last year so it'll be interesting. I thought they had this already. So last year they had any user can like create a list and share it. This year they'll be like default let's say you search like New York they'll have like I don't know three or four lists that says like oh what are the top things to do in New York that are like a curated oh, cool. list that's pre-made for do me. you know where they're is this all like Apple curated content or are they pulling this from somewhere so they said no. it's Apple curation in partnership with some well-known brands so I expect like something like New York Times best places to eat or something like that I thought I saw Yelp or Yelp, yeah. Watermark on one of those little yeah. cards. Yeah, anyways, I think it's cool. Generally, these things, I find it's like... It's it's a nice idea, but like I would much rather be able, be able to follow like specific kind of... Whether it's influencer or just like people that I know. Yeah, I feel like it's have not access super useful lists. if you're so, traveling. Um, then they also added cycling directions... which is super exciting uh but it's only gonna be available in like new york la san francisco beijing and i think one other city but not amsterdam what is the biking shame you know cycling capital of the world (laughs) not copenhagen (laughs) not copenhagen it's amsterdam that's so (sighs) dumb i understand the pain of people not living uh like next to the Bay Area anymore, mm-hmm. or yeah, just because you look at these things, it's like wow, showing where the inclines are and like mm-hmm. where to hop off your bike, and it's like this is so cool. I'll never get to experience this, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe in five years, it's like when they have the three D fly arounds for buildings, and it's like everywhere else looks like an mm-hmm. atomic wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I think that they're getting better at UI little things. Yeah. Like the UI for this looked incredible. It when you, so good. you know, search for directions and you can see the little like inclination, little graph, which I see them pulling all of these design cues, kind of part of the design system, even though Apple doesn't really use that term. But, you know, all those little graphy things are pretty much inspired for all the work they've been doing in the health app yep. and all those graphs, which, right. by the way, were probably influenced by the little circle, ring circles yep. in, in, a, in Apple Watch. Even the 
we just mentioned the group chat, like the the bubbles increasing or you know in size. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what they did with FaceTime, group FaceTime. Also, you know, mm. who speaks about us is growing. Like all of these things, it's just so cool to see, like they repurposing other UI bits yeah. um, in, a, in a cool... I do think view. it's a testament to just how far ahead of its time the, this new like maps design language was like when it came out. Like it still mm. looks amazing today. Like and it's it's a couple years old already. And it just feels like yeah, perfect. Like still looks great. And Maps is one of those apps or you know services that they really do rely on you know having people on the field with cameras doing the work. It's not something, you know, for you to scale, you just have to put in, you know, human hours in. <laughs> it's the only way for you to scale. And that's where Google has such a you know such a yeah advantage advantage in, in over over Apple. So I think we're, Maps is probably the place where we're going to see more of this disparity of supporting regions and languages and stuff. Because um, like they just did that with you know last year they announced a new I forget what they call it the Street View like uh, oh, UI. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That isn't the support for that is still pretty limited. I think yeah. only a couple cities in the world, right? And even that rollout is just starting. Here's another feature that is going to take a while to, to reach, you know, yeah. everywhere like biking. Um, so it's just one of those things, but to be, to be granted, I remember when like street view, um, came in my city, like, yeah. back in Portugal. Like it was a yeah. thing. I remember that it took a while to get there. And I think, you know, it just, it was also like 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder how many times they've updated. The yeah. You can go look and scrub through the history. I think. So I'm just going to look for to that tough. guy's blog, you know. He just compares Apple Maps and Google yeah, Maps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. Just, the best I, blog I don't know, like, massive appreciation to the perfectionism. But, yeah, at the end of the day, just it takes so long to you kind of, like, wonder what the plan is. I don't know. I know they want to get it really right. It's just... What this does highlight is just, like how late to the game apple was to this like google's yeah. done this thing like many many years ago but it's it's not like you can come in in one year and say okay like now we'll we're gonna catch up yeah. and leapfrog what they're doing it's like no like this requires long-time investment it's good that google did that long time long-term investment like 10 years ago but apple still has to go through that same kind of growth curve so quick aside yeah we're one hour in still on ios 4 we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, the next thing on our list is EV routing. So basically, if you have uh, an electric car, maps can now somehow know the battery on your car and add um, the charging stations on the way in your directions with maps. How does this oh, all I work? I have no idea. <laughs> but, but the idea is cool. I didn't know you could be aware of your cars better. I think it just... I believe that's what they it said. It will just give you indication like you can charge well yeah i don't know it's funny that they mentioned like all the supported models and or brands all of cars you mean the one there's two yeah. there's bmw and was it ford, <laughs> ford. anyway no tesla which was uh, you know the that's the big elephant in the room isn't it <laughs> that that's yeah, the like, one car that we want like everyone just wants a tesla carplay was like it too 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It seems cool. It reminds me of the when they mentioned the bikes. They talked about planning like your bike ride to go past like bike repair shops or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like okay, how okay. Yeah. <laughs> have you ridden the bike? I don't know how frequent that is, but I always need to get my wheel chewed on the way. <laughs> uh, I like that. That sharing the your car key via yeah, iMessage. Oh my god. Holy you wouldn't pants. download a car. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I wonder so if like stuff. some kind of car service will use stuff like this, like if you're renting a car or something like that. No. Didn't need. <laughs> well, they're going to need your iMessage. Yeah, I don't know. I don't no. Know. I mean, I it's in their benefit. Like they don't have to make copies. It depends on people having iOS. Like, like if you do, I don't know. I don't know. This is so far out, in my opinion. It's still cool. And by the way, it's not that you can remote control your car. Like, you can't open the doors remotely. You can just send someone a key. Yeah. yeah. And cool. it relies on that cool um, thing where your phone can be dead and you can still do the thing. Yeah. Like, up to five hours <laughs> until after your phone is dead. So, yeah. that's neat. Wait, how does that work? I missed that. The phone basically, like, shuts down but still has some power. You know, when you press the button, you get the, like, battery screen. Right. So when you have a key like this enabled or for transit, um, that screen, I think, shows a little bit of an extra UI. Like, while the battery thing is showing, I think it activates it. It's not like the phone is dead. Like, you do kind of have to power the phone into that state, and then it goes out, I think. So does this use uh, Bluetooth or NFC or both? It's NFC. Yeah, and uh, they said also you won. So... Oh, so huh. basically, if it, if you use NFC, then you have to like tap your phone on the door, right. and then if your phone has U one, and maybe also if the car supports it, um, then you can leave your phone in your pocket and it'll just unlock. I wonder how well if if the U one, if part of having that is to prevent um, that like amplification hacking stuff. Like, yeah, I know someone that got their car stolen here with that. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah, they, yeah, like they were asleep inside and someone started the car and took it, like boosted the key from it. <laughs> well, who knows? Uh, and so for that, I assume the car has to support it, which it was probably why they said like in this new BMW model, will come out next month. Which yeah, was like yes. one such partner. A weird, yeah, like that's, it's going to be the one car that you can use. And BMW way. is like scrambling. <laughs> 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 like guaranteed. It's like all the games that Apple announces partnerships. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, they announced some new app types for uh, CarPlay. Do, do you guys remember what the app types were? Oh, like charging uh, stations? Food, food stuff. Food uh, yeah, charging stations. and. Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? But yeah. maybe maybe it opens up some new possibilities for new developers on CarPlay. Who knows? Uh, after that was, I think to me, like a really interesting part of the, the keynote that I'm like curious to see how this is going to shake out, which is App Clips. Mm-hmm. So yeah. App Clips is, I guess, is Apple's version of what Android released a while back. And I apologies i don't know the name of it but where you can essentially like download a smaller version of an app uh, that provides some kind of limited functionality so it's basically a replacement for visiting a website but you're interacting with a native app i love this in a way that like sometimes i want to download an app just for the one thing like oh i want to download the klm app just to get my boarding pass or i don't 
I don't know, download the Starbucks because I'm at the Starbucks and there's a little like a code thing I can get a free drink or whatever. I don't want to install the full app and log in and, you know, create an account and verify email and like all that just for a quick interaction. So having this, you know, short install and short UI, like don't don't make me go through the whole thing. Just give me what I want. Um, I like that it doesn't add the app to your home screen, but you do have a little indicator Oh yeah, it like puts it in the library one. What they're like the recent thing? ones. The yeah. thing at the end of your screen. App library. So I I assume that those app clips stay like they're only temporary, because they they only said that you can you can find them in the recent app thing. Dude, what before. if the little dotted line around them like ran out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like as a user, I get the <laughs> use cases that they've mentioned. I really don't know if third-party devs are going to support that like, dude yeah i was gonna say i feel like as a consumer this is awesome as a developer i hate this yeah <laughs> <laughs> like but what's kind of nice is you're just approaching this time where like you can't expect to just have a single target in your app anymore mm-hmm. like you have to develop things to be able to split off your components and share visuals that you make in your extensions and your widgets and your sheets now or whatever. So I I assume that you know an app clip you need a full app. So you you can't just make an app just as an app clip, right? That's we can all assume that, right? Uh I bet it has to be attached to an iOS or yeah. iPad binary or something. Yeah. Right. Just like a smaller type of app. Yeah. It's like a one screen, yeah. one interaction type of app. Yeah, like I can already see all the black box puzzles. Don't say <laughs> um, setting expectations. You have to find my house and tap the NFC thing. <laughs> yeah, are they all triggered by NFC or no? NFC, they have the new QR. Apple thing, whatever, like a new Apple QR code that also has an F- NFC. Like it can have NFC. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna mail stickers? I guess. Maybe you could buy stick. I don't know. That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's like I, I get all the use cases they're talking about. It seems like from, yeah, from an app developer standpoint, unless you're making some kind of cool puzzle game, uh, it'd be a lot of effort to do this for like a small benefit, it seems like. The the other thing that's tough is I, I'm suspicious that they're, I, I don't know this, but I, I would not be surprised if they did something like, you can only use Apple ID sign-in or something. Mm. Like, they want to push that. And Apple Pay. And Apple Pay. So, yeah, I don't know if it's going to seem worthwhile to developers. They'd have to prove it to them. Like, it seems better for, like, Bird to be able to have an app installed on your phone so that you get your notification settings and tell you that you can get 30% off right now on a scooter, (laughs) even though you live in Amsterdam and they don't exist here. (laughs) They keep doing this. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Good That's point. All, all right. Cool. Any last closing remarks on iOS 14? Or? Uh, this new wallpaper is looked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so something that was rumored, speaking of wallpapers, was like that they would have this wallpaper store oh, yeah. thing. Wait. It was I'm always sure. a weird a rumor. rumor, but it had oh. like, they had UI screenshots and everything. So I like, thought about trying to get ahead of the ball on that one. <laughs> it seemed so possible. It was all about the Safari wallpaper oh my god <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> that's what it was right so ipad os you know now it's the second year now that this is a separate os uh and it's starting to feel more like it like there was a lot more ipad os specific features 
and not just iOS. Um, when they started talking we, about like, oh, we need the whole rethink the UI for the iPad and like really optimize apps and like have bespoke iPad designs, I was like, where are they going with this? <laughs> like, how have we not heard about this before? Um, and then they showed like, basically they created a sidebar. <laughs> but, <laughs> sidebar but it's cool. Like, I, I like it. Like, I think it, it, it makes sense. It It's a new kind of, element that people can play with and like essentially like encourage people to leverage that space mm-hmm. um, on the that, iPad. That's, I hate, you know, it might sound silly, like, ooh, a sidebar in photos. What an innovation. <laughs> um, I get it. But also this is, uh, this is a really good sign is that Apple is pushing iPad UI and other design, you know, their applications, what they provide and what they are. They're pushing it to get closer to the Mac than they then closer to the iPhone which I think is the right move. Mm-hmm. Like just introducing a sidebar to photos, which is photos is probably the most mainstream, you know, yeah. general audience type of app and iPad that they can get. Uh, so adding a sidebar there is like, it's, it's almost like a statement. It's like, yes, we're going to introduce all of the options. We're going to get you more, going to give you more control and not just a full screen gallery that looks beautiful in screenshots. So I like that in print on principle. And I think it's always, you know, third-party developers look up for like look up to Apple, yeah, you know, to kind of set the tone yeah. of what an app is supposed to look like. So, you know, it, it might sound small, and it is, you know, in practice, it's a very small little change, but I think it sets a good precedent. Yeah. And I like it too. Like, it's. It's kind of like I, I think everyone's just kind of like scratching their heads and, and be like, okay, like what do we do with all, all this screen space on the iPad? And then it's kind of <laughs> like, well, what do we do on the Mac again? Like, how do we <laughs> how do we solve those problems? And it's like, okay, yeah, sidebars, sidebars are a thing. So let's let's bring them to the iPad. And yeah, yeah, that is, that is a, an interesting distinction of yeah, just realizing that people can use these elements, like that they're telling people that you can use this now. And it makes sense. There's less of that attachment to make it shared between iOS. Yeah. Uh, they also have these like drop down menu things that I don't quite love. Like they essentially just made the icon. Like now, when you tap on it, there's a menu that comes out. Um, I the wish they would had like some indication of like that it's a drop down menu. So basically, it's like the uh, the view icon is like four squares. And it used to be a, um, I think it was some kind of segmented control somehow, or just like a toggle on off between like icon and list view or something. And now there's actually multiple options. So you can switch between icon, list, and column, and then order by name, date, size, kind, or tag. So it's like, yay, like first step, but I don't know. I don't think that's super discoverable. Yeah, the UI is not, it's probably not the best but it's nice that they're again pushing for more for more complex UIs and interaction. You know, I think drop down uh, toggles and controls on iPad would always look funky with a little arrow pointing to the thing. It always felt like kind of out of place a little bit. Um, to not pushing for more, you know, just just like on the Mac, you know, drop downs. They're they're part of it. You know, there's not like a you know an afterthought or a little thing yeah. on the side. Even now, on iPad, is like after a long press. It's very much like 
a pro <laughs> mm. interaction or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so having that just being, you know, a more common pattern, I think it's good again in all for the the idea of pushing for complexity on iPad because they can and they you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next up, we have Universal Search. So, redesign Spotlight to look a little bit more like the Mac. Any thoughts? Yes. Uh, great. I'm so excited about this. Great. I hope it's fast and results don't change as I'm about to hit return. <laughs> um, it, look, it looks exactly like Spotlight on the Mac, which, again, it's all about bringing the iPad closer to the Mac than to the iPhone because they're not doing this on iPhone, I don't think. And iPhone kind of makes sense to do a full screen, not take over, but like change the whole UI because it's a very short, it's a very small screen. So, you know, don't crowd with a lot of overlapping UI. On iPad, it's not the case anymore. Like you have a large screen. Um, I mean, I guess iPad mini, are they going to discontinue that anytime or what? Anyway, so again, it, I think it's the right move. Push it closer to the Mac than the iPhone and Spotlight looks good. They said that they rewrote the whole thing. Uh, so that's why I'm assuming it's going to be faster. Not just faster, just like just barely acceptable. Like, yep. <laughs> Anytime they say, we completely rewrote the thing, that's code for we know it sucked. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Um, so after that, we got some Apple Pencil improvements. So handwriting in like text fields. So that's going to be interesting for developers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I hope it's like, all yeah, I don't, okay. <laughs> I don't know how that goes know. exactly, but they also show even in their example, they're like overlapping like some other piece of yeah. UI and like, mm. wow, <laughs> I don't know, weird, Just, yeah. yeah, get like could begin scribbling. <laughs> I gotta say, the whole thing of not just writing, scribbling, and then you know, interacting with text elements and stuff, but even the whole drawing interface in notes which i assume it's somehow like a built-in thing and not just you know exclusive of notes app so but the whole thing that like they're using apple pencil it's really impressive looking at the videos in the demo it felt really complicated (laughs) but i'm gonna i'm gonna trust apple on this and again i'm gonna install the betas pretty soon but i'm gonna trust that it's gonna feel natural because I don't want to fight with you. I remember, like, wait, what? How many taps do I have to tap to bring the control? Like, if you add a lot of that stuff and it's, it stops being a natural interaction, you blew it, I think. And it's the whole thing with like a pencil. As soon as you put a pencil on a screen, you are giving an input method that is very natural for most human beings. We all know how to write and scribble, and you know, no one taught us how to do that to naturally know how to use it. But then the screen doesn't really, like, it's not aware of those natural yeah. things. Like, you scribble on a word to scratch it off, like that, you know, delete it, it means I don't want this. Um, it's an error. Screens, you know, computers have no idea that that's what that means. They do now. They do now, kind of. <laughs> but, like, it's so it's. It, it has a lot of potential, that's what I'm trying to say, to make this natural way of interacting and enhancing what is already natural. Like the, the whole demo of pushing all the content, you know, the, the, the scribbles mm-hmm. down, creating space. Uh, if you do a little scribble, you tap on it and you can change the color of the scribble. That All of that is just super impressive. Um, but the proof is in the pudding, so I kind of... I think it's going to be a mess immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think by the end of the betas, it'll be it'll be good. 
I was most impressed by having the text selection carrot for mm. handwriting. Yeah. Like they selected along a line and then down the next, like it understood mm. human writing like lines. Like what are the barriers or the edge cases of that stuff? I mean, and like how do you size those text carrots? I write a weird slant. My letters get smaller. I'm like, I have used the the notes app and I can tell you it's not going to be perfect. <laughs> but it's exciting. <laughs> just, just a normal app. But yeah, it's exciting that they're that they're trying this and if the they potential can get it right, is there. Cool. They've also um copied the uh, the functionality from Procreate where you just like hold your pencil and yes. it turns into a natural shape. Which I'm like, yeah, honestly, really happy about. It's like, one of those things like, yes, copy that. Copy that because they got it. That was yeah. such a good interaction. <laughs> yeah, next uh, step, uh, copying the two-finger tap to go back. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. There's conflicts. Yeah. No, but that was... It's interesting. It's, it's almost like a pull to refresh. Again, not, mm-hmm. you know, not at that scale or scope because whatever. Uh, but it's the one feature that I, every time I use Apple Pencil to scribble on other apps, like I was, I remember I was using Concepts, and I was convinced, like, no, 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 I'm sure this this used to work. And here I was, like, drawing a circle and waiting and holding a pencil, <laughs> waiting for something to happen. It took me a while to figure out, no, that's ju- just Procreate. Like, it's one of those interactions that feel immediately right, and you just want to see it everywhere. So, is that accessible to devs? If you make, like, drawing I it's haven't a good question i don't know yeah i think it's part of pencil kit and by any i mean i've done <laughs> i've done no spoilers here um cool so after that uh, we move on to airpods so so weird to me the airpod section was probably one of the most interesting one like i thought it was what? so cool what they were doing can i say the best announcements or when it's made about something that you didn't even know was capable of doing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, holy like, shit. bonus. Now, with your new iPhone, you can breathe in the water. Like, yeah. way more. <laughs> well, you can technically do that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, a couple of things they announced. So, first was automatic switching. Thank goodness. Okay. I have... That's... Before you move on, <laughs> let's not... I have to leave a cautious note. A note of caution. Because... The examples they use, like, okay, if you're listening to a podcast and then you start a FaceTime call or whatever on your Mac, it automatically switches. Great. But, like, I listen to sometimes like podcasts yeah. uh, on my iPhone while I'm on my Mac. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not sure if I'll trust that automatic switching. All those examples they use, I think, they, they, they use native stuff. Like, if I get a Zoom call, if I get on a Zoom call, Will it automatically switch? It will be smart enough. Also, if I'm on a Zoom call, I want to use my microphone, not my AirPods uh, uh, microphones. I don't, I don't this know. is it's... one of those things where you announce what it's supposed to do, and everyone's like, yes! <laughs> There's like, no evidence that it does that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this so, reminds know. me of uh, like whenever I, I open up a YouTube video and start playing and realize I want to pause my music. And so I hit the play pause button and the YouTube video and Safari pauses. Oh, yeah. hmm. It's like, uh, you don't understand my intent. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, but I'll hold out. I'm not expecting it to work perfectly, but I love that they're at least trying. Like, I, I think there's, there's a bunch of use cases where it's ambiguous where it is, but there's also a bunch of use cases where it's not like, I mean, yeah. I don't work in an office anymore, but like I used to be working in the office all day, like and you know, listen to music with my AirPods and stuff. And at the end of the day, I like 
shut off my laptop like my laptop is in my backpack i'm literally like the only device that i'm using is my iphone when i press play and i have my airpods in my ears like the music should probably like be playing mm-hmm. out of the airpods not the speaker like those are yeah. the even if like just that use case works now yeah like, i'll be super happy i wonder if they'll make a new little sound for that and the other thing yeah. i was thinking is you complain about the hey series oh, i shouldn't say but uh <laughs> hey yes but um, for me, it works really well in my house where it seems to know if it's the HomePod or if it's the watch or whatever. I wonder if they use any of that microphone stuff to kind of mm. tell like your presence mm. in different areas. If you're that close to the, the top. You're physically close to the device? Yeah, because yeah. they do stuff with the devices trying to understand like which one it thinks you're, the intent is to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these things have always-on microphone stuff now. If, and are talking some, if somehow... Plan. It knows the difference between I'm at my desk and my iPhone is at the desk and I'm at my Mac. There's a difference between that and like I'm at my desk on my Mac and I get up and I pick up my phone, which is in the other room. Yeah. Somehow knows that I'm, you know, physically, you know, close to a device or the, the other. Then there might be. It actually it uses I. the U1 chip and the NFC tag that I put on your back an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um, some other small things. Uh, this one I saw on the website. Uh, they'll now show on-screen battery notifications when your battery is low. So cool. Oh. Um, one thing that they do they did mention in uh, the keynote was spatial audio, which I thought yeah. was just super yeah, cool. I lost it. My notes say spatial audio. What, dude? What, <laughs> dude? I think I wrote that down too because you just kept, you just really stuck in a loop going like, wow, wow, what? I, okay. <laughs> My thoughts on this crazy technology, like, holy pants. Yeah. It's like so advanced and cool what it can do. Do you want to explain what it is? Uh, sure. So, it, if you have your Air, AirPods Pro, so I think it only works with the Pro, yep. um, it knows. It, it replicates the, let's say, like 7.1 surround sound where you can, you know, you can hear sounds from different, you know, sides, uh, even though you still have just two, you know, a stereo, you know, the physical device. But so it, it does this cool software thing in where you can mimic the full room spatial audio. But then the cool thing it does, not that that's not cool, but <laughs> the extra cool thing it does is that it can detect your position. So if you... If you, one thing with surround sound is like if you move your head around, the speakers are still in the same place. But if you move your head around with AirPod, with AirPods in, the AirPods also change with you, right? That is they kind move of the with cool you, thing. right? Yeah. So it knows, like it will shift the perspective, like where the sound comes from, even if you move your head around. And on top of all of that, you can also do that. Uh, also knows the position of the device, which I assume only for uh, iPads or iPhones. Uh, they use an iPad in the demo. So if you move yeah. your, let's say that you're watching a movie and a sound comes like straight ahead, right? Like it's supposed to come right ahead, straight from you. If you move your iPad to the side, the sound is supposed to come from the side, if that makes sense. Um, I did a terrible job at explaining what this was, but it's crazy <laughs> technology. I'm all for it. But, like, it's still two crappy speakers inside of your eardrums. 
Like, are you skeptical or saying like how it work? No, like lower your expectations. It's not going to sound incredible, and I'm going to say like if you're not looking for it, and even if you are, I'm going to say that most people won't notice. They're going to announce it like next level with their over the year stuff. Yeah, that's okay. That the tr- the story changes there. I don't understand how you do that with two like mono speakers in each ear, but I guess there's physicists that understand that. The other like. I had this thought of what if if you couldn't use magical frequency stuff to do that if it was just like by you slightly shifting your head around and adjusting the audio as if your head was moving in that audio space like that's how you get the sense that it's mm. 3D but I think mm. it's much more than that. <laughs> Have you ever done one of those I forget I know there's a name for this but I ever get I just had a game idea. <laughs> <laughs> New puzzle. Um you know, you know those like clips, audio clips, and where you put your headphones on, yep. and then you know it sounds like oh you're at the barber shop or whatever, yep. and you can yeah feel the three D space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That only works when you have like it's captured in a different way. It's not that anyone can mix that. Uh, it's like it's captured with two microphones. Um, you just need the ASMR microphone, which you can capture on the iPhone now. No, didn't they have this really? thing last year? Yeah. I, I believe you can do that. Um, and even when you play it on the speakers, it'll play like left or right, depending on how you move. Hmm. But yeah, anyways, I think this is super cool. And, and we've talked about before how like the best of Apple keynotes is when they tell you kind of like the counter argument to the thing they're doing. Like, but what mm-hmm. happens if you move your head yeah. or what happens if you and then they like show you the solution you kind of get to see we that about. sort of design process. And I think for me, that's why mm-hmm. this section resonated so much is that they like walk you through the thinking process of how it actually works. Not just say, hey, it's surround sound. It's amazing. It's great. You're going to love it. Like they actually show you why it works the way that it works. And that's a that cool point. Awesome. And there's a part of this that it's one of those features, one of those projects at Apple that they have no obvious direct correlation with like you know profit like yeah. it's not they're not going to sell more airpods for this like it might a little bit but it's not you know substantial probably yeah. it's not worth all the investment they put into this it feels like old school apple stuff that they do think because it's cool and they can you know there's no real point for them to do this i want to agree but i bet it's on a roadmap for the glasses um mm. All right, so moving along to watch OS 7. It's funny, like, every time I hear OS 7, I, like, have iOS 7 flashbacks. <laughs> I think uh, it's flattering. <laughs> cool. Um, so the features they announced, I think, were, like, not that impressive for watch OS. No. But basically, you can now have multiple complications for one app, which is cool. Any thoughts? I was just trying to think of what I remembered. And all I remembered is that you can configure watch faces for your parents. <laughs> True. <laughs> you can do that. It counts how long you wash your hands. Okay. That is the only cool thing. Yeah. Okay. Before we get oh, to dancing. that. Oh, dancing. Dancing. Before we get to that. <laughs> Let's TLDR. It's like, like you were saying. You can use Swift UI for complications. Cool. You can share the watch faces, which is like... It's actually cool. It just, but it just, everyone was like, "Wait, you can you can download custom, you know, watch faces?" Yeah, no, it's, it's whatever. It's just like check this cool. It's it reminded me of shortcuts or workflows. It's like check out this cool workflow, and I'm like, 
cool, I never would have spent the time to make this. I'll take it. <laughs> this is mine now. <laughs> yeah, except except the watch face is like three taps, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's more like dancing, uh, workouts, uh whatever. Core training, functional strength and cool down. Uh redesign activity app, which is I guess is more of an iOS uh feature. Right. Oh, and they renamed it from activity to fitness. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I lost confidence halfway. <laughs> fitness. Um, <laughs> I guess the big headlining feature then is sleep tracking. Oh, yeah. Mm. So you can now wear yeah. your watch at night and then it will track your sleep. They made this whole big deal about this like wind down mode, which I think is I really like interesting. I like that. Yeah. I yeah. like that they, they suggest. Uh, shortcuts to run at the time. I thought that was weird. Which is a good. I, I thought. I, I thought that's incredible. Like, there's. I don't use shortcuts that often. Actually, I use a couple, and most of them are related to home yeah. stuff. But I have a good night one. Yeah, you have a good night one. I always do that, and I always trigger with Siri. Yeah, right. same. I, I want to. I also have another shortcut, which is like now in the summer, it's just incredibly hot. So I always set up the fan and set it you know at a certain speed and set it a timer to shut off after two hours mm. um i could make that as a shortcut so like you know to, so on that screen i can quickly like yes good night and run this fan yeah. thing shortcut um i thought it was cool it <laughs> it means that i will start having you know i'll start wearing my watch to sleep which is something i did a long time ago and then i stopped and i guess now can i ask something yeah does it have a special mode for when you're sleeping? It does. So it has a custom, like a, a custom watch face, which is very dim, uh, and it's like it, it looks like that. You know the giant numbers. Did they talk about like battery savings? Because like I go to bed, my thing's at like twenty five percent or something. Really? This is the Series Five. Wait, mine's wait. Which one is the latest one? Whatever. This is the latest one. Right. Do you always on screen? I'm at thirty percent right now. Oh, but you have the it's you have the tiny one, right? Ten thirty. You have the baby. You have the baby one. Yeah, so the battery life on that one is uh, known to be oh. problematic. Well, I just wear my other, I'm at other digital bracelet. <laughs> yeah, and then anyway. you turn off the screen while you sleep, so you have to tap to see the time. Um, and then when Did you wake up, battery? it'll show you a screen that tells you like how much battery life you've got left and a few other things. I don't remember exactly. So they're pushing time. for you to charge it yeah. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also not sure that I personally want to sleep with my watch on, but that's, a, that's another story. I'll have to say, uh, having your alarm on your watch, even before all the, this feature or whatever, it's always been, in my opinion, the best alarm clock. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. wake anyone. It doesn't wake anyone if you sleep with other people in the room. Because, um, you know, it can just vibrate. And right. to me, that's enough to wake me up. I can see people who maybe that's too light. You know? I feel like it's the heaviest thing. I don't know. It might be. Wrist vibrating? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't vibrate them. I don't know. Also, I, I think anyway, it depends if you that. have the stainless steel model or the other one. What? Because yeah, stainless yeah. steel doesn't vibrate as much, which is the one I really? have. So, yeah. I don't know. I'd have to try it. Maybe I'll try it for an experiment. <laughs> so, you know, they, they, they said that they have new day. gentle um, uh, alarms. Or whatever. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I don't know, I'm curious. Maybe it's um, that it starts progressively, kind of like how the audio just like starts quiet and then gets louder. 
if they would add some sort of sleep cycle alarm deal, I would start changing my life around to try to use that. What do you mean? Like the idea of like waking you up within a half hour range before oh, when you're in your latest sleep. Yeah, I sleep. love that. Yeah, I kind of want that on the phone, like so that I don't have to w- worry about the watch. <laughs> just like have my phone listen in the background. You can just install a sleep cycle. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to use the heart rates. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to open an app before I go to bed every night. Which I guess now maybe it's easier with the wind down mode because I could do like <laughs> some sort of shortcut. Because what else are you doing all day? Yeah, you're opening apps before going to bed. That's, aren't you doing that already? Kind of, but I don't have to like remember <laughs> to Twitter. check Twitter before bed every night. <laughs> <laughs> but I like so I, I like that they didn't settle for just like fine. We'll track your sleep and give you you know a chart and maybe a custom alarm. It it's all it's the whole story. It's not just while you're sleeping and waking you up. It's also you going to bed at the right time. And sure, you know you might think that. You know, you might just dismiss that. Like, a, this is just annoying, which I can see that. But I guess, but if you're trying, you're actively trying to get better sleep, all of this stuff will help. So I like that they didn't settle for just that part. Right? They're trying to cover the whole story. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait, let's talk about it. The hand automatic hand washing detection. That's so bubbles. cool. Those bubbles. Oh my god. The bubbles. <laughs> that was so cool. Best feature. <laughs> So should we explain stuff? I, I assume that people watch this. So anyway, with watchOS 7, uh, your watch will automatically detect if you're washing your hands and then it's going to show you this super cute UI with like soap bubbles uh, to show you like a countdown because, you know, you're supposed to wash your hands for 20 seconds. So it will give you a countdown uh, to make sure that you wash your hands properly for the, you know, recommended period. I'm more excited about the haptics. Oh, yeah. I wonder what they will... It'll let you know when you're washing your hands before you're washing your hands. Whoa. (laughs) Basically, Apple knows when you pee now. It's one one of those things that I... um, I I will probably turn on UI sounds just because I I got a feeling that those are going to be cool. True. Yeah, I forgot about this. But yeah. It's just, I love it because it's so unnecessarily playful. <laughs> like, just the amount yeah, of time yeah. that someone must have spent on, like, making that app is, like, so much greater than, like, what it has to be, like, as an MVP. <laughs> it's, I it's, love it. It's very, I feel like it's one of those things that was interesting enough that someone at Apple was like, yeah, go work on this and explore <laughs> this. Kind of like um, walkie-talkie. And then they were like, yeah. this is such a good keynote bit. Like, flush this out. Yeah. And it almost didn't see the light of day, but... Can we move on uh, quickly? Yep. Uh, they, I, I don't know if it's a section or whatever. They talk about home stuff. And I'm a bit confused by what they mentioned. I was a bit distracted because that's when uh, dinner came, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, arrived. But, but I, I think they have, a new, they have a new HomeKit protocol. And they are partnering up with other companies, including Google... For to have this shared protocol, okay. that is the alliance with like Zigbee. Is that what they call it? Yeah, they call so it. What, an what does it mean, though? Can you can you explain? <laughs> uh, it's just like a basically a group of companies together that are trying to define like a single standard, so that basically instead of 
each new device having to like work in the support for HomeKit and also Echo and also Google Home, like they, that they have a single standard that they have to implement, which means that all your stuff is going to work no matter which kind of device you want to use with it. That is great news. Yeah. So the, can we, is it safe to expect that, let's say, Nest products will work with HomeKit? I mean, don't ask me. <laughs> I don't Damn. know yet. Like, that's the idea. That's what they want. But obviously, yeah. there's going to be a, comp- a couple of companies that are going to be dragging their feet. Um, yeah. I'm not going to support this. So other than In that, the- on home, they've added the support for automation suggestions after you add an accessory, which is mm-hmm. cool, I guess. I'm not sure how like they determine what would be a good automation. Um, if it's lights, automatically add to... Uh, good night. Yeah, good morning, something like that. New camera stuff. New camera stuff. Like they, uh, you can have picture in picture on Apple TV and I assume other devices, iOS devices. So if you have a camera or let's say like a doorbell camera or something, now it has face detection, so you can detect people that you know or not, and then show you notifications. And I really like the UI. Like if you're watching TV, you know, using. Uh, your Apple TV, you can watch, you can, you can show you a picture in a picture, a little uh, floaty thing of the feed from the camera and saying, hey, someone's at the door. You can see a live feed of that, of the camera, which is so pretty Not cool. in Amsterdam. <laughs> not in Amsterdam. It's one of those things like, ah, oh, I wish I didn't live in a place where you're not allowed to record people without their consent on the street. Oh, really? Is that ah. a, yeah, you can you point your camera out. Oh, Interesting. So I can't buy a, like a nest the ring door there's rules where if you point it like correctly you can but you can't just like point shit out your window at people Mm. fun fact (laughs) not so fun but yeah i get it yeah other than that they have adaptive lighting so basically it's essentially like night shift for your lights in your house oh i missed this yeah so basically like based on the time of the day they'll shift the temperature your light temperature um accordingly wow so yeah that's cool. great. That's really rad. I have, so I have like the, I call it cozy light scene. Yes. It's just this. You <laughs> I have cozy same. time also. Cozy time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what I, also murder like, time. what I actually wanted to happen is like turn on the lights if it's dark, right? Right. And the closest I can get. <laughs> is that the That's cat food? Cat food. Yeah. <laughs> Good ears. Uh, Sorry, where was I? So <laughs> what I wanted to happen is turn on the lights when it's dark and I want the lights on. What I can either, I can do this in two ways. Either set it to a specific time, but as we know, um, like it gets dark at different times during the year. Uh, but I can set it like at, at, at sunset. But I don't know about you, but sunset here is like it's way too yeah. early. Like it's still it's like pitch black. light out. No? Oh, no, it's the other no, way. No. It's like still uh, summer. Okay. It's like I feel like it's, yeah, like maybe you're right. The light hangs until 11 or something. Right. So I don't know if they can, even just doing progressively, right? Like, which is, I think, what you said uh, they're doing. But at some point, I would just like, like, I have cameras set up to my home. Can you use some of those sensors, like light sensors, to know if it's dark or not? Mm. Like it's, I think it's technically possible. Like, we have the right parts, <laughs> like the right <laughs> hardware. Just to make it work. Yeah, I mean, that could be a thing. So, um, But just to clarify, the adaptive lighting thing just changes the color temperature. It doesn't change the color, oh. the, the light intensity. So it's if you have those lights that are like range from like a warm white to like a bluish white, 
Mm. Uh, that's what it does. For your future, I think you're right that having some sort of camera to detect the light inside your house, like that's interesting. But I think for me, like I would even be happy with a, here's like how many hours before or after sunset I want to, I want to turn on the lights, which would like, that would be, yeah, like that'd be okay with me, but yeah, maybe a little bit less complicated. Um, Right. TVOS, the most underwhelming section. Um, Basically. Pretty much no new features, unless if you use Apple Arcade or whatever, which no one does, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they have a new sh- Apple TV Plus show, which looks cool. And that's all, that's all I have to say. Yeah, it looked cool. The <laughs> Foundation, it's called. The foundations, I think. Foundation? Foundation. Yeah. Moving on. Kevin, do you have anything? Do you have anything <laughs> no. to say? I don't. I don't even <laughs> think I want to watch this TV show. Honestly, <laughs> I still don't have Apple TV Plus. Uh, yeah, got yeah. it. Uh, All right, didn't really care. Okay, Mac, Mac OS. OS. Um, I think here's my notes. I'm going to go through my notes. Mac OS, Big Sur. What the fuck is going on? Dude, they're talking about design. I was like, what the hell? Those folder icons. They saved it to the end for a reason. Oh my god. <laughs> Control center. Everything will break. <laughs> Those are my notes. <laughs> I had some I was I was texting things you were saying. So <laughs> that was pretty much it. I was not expecting this. Like we all knew the rumors of, you know, the switch to ARM chips. So we were expecting that, but if we were to yeah. use the latest transition, like I mean the when it when it transitioned to Intel, um, the OS didn't change, and that was part of the point, right? Like it's going to look the same, behave the same. It's probably just faster. It's better, but it's not. You know, that's it. You're not going to even notice. Users are not going to notice what kind of chip they have on their Mac. It's yeah. fine. So I was kind of expecting a similar release. I was not expecting a redesign to this. You know, no way proportions um kevin what do you think (sighs) yeah also totally came out of left field for me um first thoughts on this design is i think it's gonna be controversial (laughs) like it's like you know it's gonna be controversial as soon as you see alan die (laughs) Like, I don't know why, but it's like somehow this guy has like a weird reputation, I guess. Um, it's like from the people you, who brought you to you iOS more? 7. Okay. Can you, can you explain why this person give is controversial? Us, yeah, give us a little politics. Well, no. So, he, so he's basically a VP of um, human interface design, I believe. Um, yeah. And just, I guess, like, leading the efforts on the big redesigns. So any, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, new massive platform, including watchOS, iOS, Mac, is likely to be overseen by him. Again, this is what I know from the outside. Like, I don't actually have any information for how things work on the inside. But um, And generally, I think, is attributed for, uh, like, some of the stuff that happened in iOS 7. So, like he was kind of brought in around that time to mm-hmm. like re shake up everything and bring in a totally different design language. So I don't know. I like when I saw him, I was like, they're not going to bring him in for something small. 
Like they're gonna have him do a sort of design video if it's a big change, and indeed it was. Um, I think the first thing to note is the icons, how like they totally went in and did like, yep, we're gonna put put in the iOS shapes. <laughs> to me, is like first sign of like I. <laughs> like <laughs> these are my toys now like <laughs> i will do whatever i want with this <laughs> so uh, it, on, on the icons yeah. even though yes you're right they're going with that icon ios icon shape but they break the pattern so for example the final cut one they have the little i don't know what do you call that thing clap no. clapboard clapper board clapper board yeah i think so. right so like the thing like it breaks the shape of the icon also, with like uh, Xcode, yeah. you have the basic shape, but then the hammer kind of you know breaks away from mm-hmm. the yeah. from the uh, from the shape. So it's you know there's a little bit more. It's so interesting that the Mac still defined in this like more three D thing. Yeah, interesting. It's like why? It's kind of a huh. I don't know. Like, what's the reasoning? Never thought about that. Just because yeah. legacy. Part of the legacy. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they, they did mention like that in the back into it. Yeah, they did mention that in the keynote, um, and I get it, <laughs> except I'm looking at a screenshot right now of, I don't know, maybe 20 apps in the dock. Not a single one of them has this effect. Like, it is essentially like there's there's three icons that do this, this kind of effect. It's um, Xcode, it's, um, yeah, is it Logic or GarageBand that they showed in Final the Cut? Like that is literally the only apps that do this <laughs> in the system. So, but it sets a precedent like you can do that, right? Like it's not a limitation. You can do that on iOS, right? So yeah, because like it's going to allow third-party developers to have a bit more. Oh, betas are out. Betas are out. Ooh. Um, um, so that was the first thing. I also like the style of it is interesting. It's like they dialed up the gradients and the saturation and bubbliness on them in a way that if you look at the current mac os icons those icons are flatter than the ones that they introduced so it's kind of like pushing it in a slightly different direction which i think is interesting like this is not a complaint on on my end but um but in, in immediately like when you see the icon you're like okay this is where they're going like they're clearly going for unification with this Mm -hmm. redesign like they're bringing in the same dock design that we've seen on ios and Mm -hmm. even like i think the more egregious things are around like what they did to the the windows everything is so big now oh really (laughs) yeah like (laughs) there's an insane amount of margins around like all the toolbars all the items they even mentioned like they called it out that the the menu bar has more space in between each I item. I saw that. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, like... Because they're all using those 30-inch XDR displays. That's why. <laughs> yes. <laughs> point is space. Yeah. Point. <laughs> or they're kind of thinking of, like, maybe there's going to be a Mac that has some sort of touchscreen at some point. Um, I think mm-hmm. that's... Whoops. That's, in my opinion, kind of where it's going. Or at the very least, like, kind of make it look and feel like iOS, like removing all the button shapes and all the stuff, which is like fine. Honestly, like if you ask me, hey, can you redesign Mac OS? That's essentially the only place you can go. Like there's, I don't know, I'll probably get like, <laughs> everyone will say that I'm wrong about this, but like 
at the very least, I would say, like, that's an obvious place to go. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, let's remove the Chrome. Like, let's see how to make this feel, look and feel more like iOS. And so that's what they did. Um, I think for the most part, I, I'm totally fine with just like the visual, visual changes. But for me, it's just like how big and how much space there is around everything. Like, I think that's going to take... I didn't notice some getting used to yeah like just Two check some screenshots on the apple web page yeah. like just the window like i'm <laughs> looking at this the sidebar like even like the left space and top space around the like traffic light yeah. icons like it's just like everything is just like very large so yeah um it'll be interesting to see how apps also adapt to support this new design language like I'm kind of unsure if, the, like, everything's going to look broken <laughs> as a result of this. my notes, everything will break. I feel yeah. like sometimes, like, them shaking up the design so much is a way to signal to developers to make us uncomfortable doing all this custom crap all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing, just, it's like, if you hated the Catalyst apps, <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're... We're making everything look and feel like Catalyst. <laughs> this is essentially I, I, what I do. <laughs> it's it's an answer to to you know the group we're saying that Catalysts don't look Mac OS. Yeah, it's like well, well we're gonna make Mac OS look like Catalyst. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they leaned into the some of the design changes that I feel like they tried to push a few years ago. Like the blurs and transparencies felt just kind of like not super useful before. Hmm. Um, I feel cool. like with the reduced colors and stuff. It looked a lot more at home mm-hmm. than it did before. Yeah, not just in blurs, but my good reaction to this is, I gotta say, like because I started by looking at icons, app icons. That is, I was a fan. Like, oh, this looks good. And then as soon as I see more of the UI, I was like, ooh, it looks good, but it looks like dangerously close to iOS. And I don't think people are gonna like that. And then I saw like the 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 toolbar, you know with just a floaty icon so we lost that button shape which we lost by you know ios 7 on ios we lost it a long time ago (laughs) i guess it was fine but this is one of those redesigns that i am i think if you love the mac you're gonna have you're gonna resist probably a little bit of this like it's not you know just like I was a fan of making pushing the iPad closer to the Mac, this is also pushing the Mac closer to the iPad. So I guess they're going to meet in the middle. Um, but one thing it does is like it makes it look new, modern, and fresh. Which, to be fair, that wears off quickly. So it's something that it's cool in the beginning, but then you know a year in, and you lose that as an advantage. Um, but it does push for a more consistent design language across all Apple platforms in a way, which I think that is good <laughs> but i i think it looks good uh but i have some reservations about you know in terms of usability if it's uh if it's an improvement or not i have another thought on that maybe so they're making it really easy to bring iphone ipad apps like even easier right mm-hmm. like you can just install them i think like yeah because that was the thing with, or yeah whatever the new maybe this helps those apps look more at home mm-hmm. yeah like big time meeting in the middle yeah, like, yeah. and for what it's worth, like, I think it looks good. Like, it looks exciting, and I can't wait to try it. I, I'm just curious to see kind of how we went from, like, iOS... Actually, it's it's not as bad as going from, like, iOS 6 to iOS 7, but I, I'm curious to see, like, maybe, like, a two-year in 
for this. Like, I think it's going to look and feel better a couple years in. Um, but the transition might be a little bit. It's rough. probably just like this is a transition in terms of UI and design for the Mac, just as it's going to be a transition for, you know, the new chip architecture. And mm-hmm. they said it's a, tr- a two year transition. And I think they didn't say it like that, but it will probably also be true for the design language. Um, this is the biggest, most disruptive redesign of Mac that, like since OS X, I believe. And they are calling this, this is Mac OS 11. Yeah. Um, hmm. For really? a reason. Yeah, yeah. this is Mac OS 11. Yeah, and, a lot of people miss that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and again, it's design and architecture, uh, but this is big. And so I don't, I expect this to be a painful transition a little bit, you know, especially for the first year. It's going to take a while for third parties to to get on board. Um, it's for a reason that they're bringing iOS and Mac closer together. Um, and just like, again, Catalyst being almost like that bridge that was already happen happening. And maybe, like on, in hindsight, maybe that's why they didn't try so hard to make the Catalyst apps look like macOS apps because they kind of knew what was coming. So... Mm. Um, I don't know. It's again, it looks good. I I have to try it. Yeah, the one thing I will I don't know if I'll get used to is the left aligned titles in the oh, really in the app windows looks very weird to me. <laughs> it's like very big and left aligned. It looks like that top bar is gone in a lot of yeah. Apps. It looks like the, the top bar they lost it. The the top bar. What do you call it? I don't know. You're the Mac developer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's again interesting. I are you gonna install the beta? I guess I will in a separate partition. <sighs> yeah, I don't know how to do the partition stuff. So, so with APFS, it's way easier to create a partition because before you had to kind of give it a disk space, so you know, like a ten gig or twenty gig partition to install a new OS or whatever, um, and that was problematic because like if you if you made it too small, then it was not useful. And, you know, if you made it too big, then you were losing space in your primary partition. But with PFS uh, in the new, I don't know what they call it, a new fancy, like, file system, repartitioning space, effectively you can create, if you have a one terabyte hard drive, you can create a one terabyte partition. It's just a slider trailer. Yeah. Anyway, it's easier than ever to create a partition on your Mac hmm. if, you're, if you're using APFS. Um which I think you are, like, does Mojave, or wait, not Mojave, what's the last? Catalina, last? dude. Catalina, dude. <laughs> Catalina, bro. <laughs> so many good show titles. <laughs> Is it really fun if you can't lose all of your data, though? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It don't like, I don't think it's fun to play with unless you have all of your stuff on it. <laughs> um, anyway, it's easy. Do it. If you want, or, or don't, I don't care. Yeah, we'll see. I'll see I'll text you for tech support. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. What else? Oh, and we're switching to to ARM. And um, is it ARM? It's Apple's thing. We right. I mean, we knew that. Apple ARM Silicon. Is in, AS. We kind of knew that, right? No, everyone thought. No, they're gonna put an ARM chip in it, just like the architecture. It's the same ARM. Actually, yeah. I'm. I don't feel confident enough talking about this. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, um, like, they're going to take the credit on the marketing side. Like, they're not going to say, hey, you know, this is ARM thing. It's an Apple design, a whatever chip. Right. Um, 
Yeah. They also, as part of this, like, had this big section. I kind of zoned out a little bit. Like, it's basically like something, something faster and something, something better, something, something less uh, power. Uh, so mm-hmm. longer battery life <laughs> is essentially how I explain it with <laughs> ARM transition. Yeah. TLDR, they're known, the, these chips are known to be way uh, better at power consumption. That's why you have them on phones. Uh, and for the longest time, they were also they were not as powerful. Uh, so that was the trade-off you were making. Put something that can run on a phone, and sure, it's not as powerful as a desktop computer, but that's okay. In the meantime, what happened was innovation, and <laughs> uh, was you know the pace on innovation on those chips was way faster than uh, on Intel chips. So those ARM chips became faster, faster than Intel chips became low power, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. What happened was you got to a world in where your iPad has a fa- faster processor than your Mac Pro, or your iPhone has a faster processor at single-threaded operations than your Mac Pro. And so uh, it's obvious that, okay, by switching to this architecture, we're going to have better power consumption, and they're going to be faster. And we're going to be able to control you know, the, whole, the whole story, just like they did with, with iPad and iPhone. Um, so that's that's why they're doing it. They're faster and better, and it's going to give you better battery life. And we're going to it's going to work better with software because we control the whole thing. You know, it's interesting that so they announced that they're going to they're going to have a dev kit. Um, I have no idea what you need to do to get one of those. I have two. You have two dev kits. Dev kits. <laughs> I'll give you one. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, no, but like it, 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 you just need an app in the app store to qualify. Because if so, hi. Um, <laughs> I doubt it. It's probably like you need a partnership, whatever, relation program. I don't know. Um, but they also said that they're going to ship hardware, like a, a Mac with these chips this year. But they also said like, hey, but also we have great Intel Macs uh, in our roadmap still. Yeah. So awkward. Like, okay, we know... Probably they have an iMac pretty much ready to go, uh, and it's going to have Intel chips. Which, by the way, like I, Kevin, I told you last week when we were recording, like if I if they announce the new iMac, I'm going to buy it. Now <laughs> that iMac is <laughs> Intel, I'm. How wise of a move is that to buy a computer that you know that Unwise. its architecture is going to be obsolete? Yeah. Cool. Any 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 more thoughts on this? Or everything. I don't care. I feel like we're wrapping up. There's other little things I'm seeing on the on the Twitters. You're on Twitter. Okay. Hit Go it. for it. Um, so there's more permission dialogues for things. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Saw someone saying that it feels like Catalina. But they opened a Twitter and it asked if it could... Uh, here, let's see. Oh, this on Big Sur on the new Mac. Um. I don't know if it was on the Mac or iOS. Wait, I thought I liked it. It's gone. Asking basically if I could uh, have uh, permission to look at devices on the network. <laughs> oh, we didn't. We didn't mention the, the, oh, the recording indicator. Yeah, oh, we didn't yeah, mention uh, that. that. And the nutrition facts. And the nutrition facts. And also Safari. Like it's Safari got that recording indicator is so ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell Why me they're gonna they, have a light on the maybe new that's iPhone on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I want a no. green light, huh. not an orange dot. <laughs> Why couldn't this be a red bar? 
think that you're going to see that, you know, when you're I guess it's supposed Instagram to be punishing. Like, couldn't they fit it in, like, one of the slots for the icons they already have? Like, why do they have to shove it on top of the other ones? They could just make, put the word shame in there. I'm with pretty sure that was designed primarily for the iPhone 12, which will probably have the room or whatever, because there's a thing that the notch is slimmer or whatever. Yeah. And that was like, and I guess, you know, I guess they will, you can put it on top. I My note was like, why didn't they make the light green like we do on yeah Mac, but i guess yeah that was weird that might look just like like a like you're on a call or whatever like green usually is for right you know a connection i but i just but i just hope they have in the new phone like just make it an actual light but then you need hardware for that and that will increase light. the notch i guess maybe you have like a green glow on your face <laughs> not that great, i i'm just sorry for all the facebook apps because we know that you know no, or there are rumors that the, the the camera opens, you know, in the background, and you don't know. Um, so, assuming that developers won't be able to get around this, um, it'll be interesting to see. Like, it's going to shine shine a light on all the. I like this. All the code blue eighty seven. This is going to be so deflating for the Instagram set that's always listening or the the Instagram is always listening conspiracy set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, are they going to also have a light for a microphone? Yeah, it's a different color, I think. Oh, nice. What else? Any other last tidbits? Uh, the the nutrition facts are cool. I like mm-hmm. seeing stuff like that because it's always been weird for, like, how. You know, that's not what they call it, right? What do they call it? <laughs> <laughs> that's my takeaway. Permission like until you figure it out. I'm calling it nutrition facts. Okay, fine. Nutrition facts. Because some other people we've we've talked about this on Twitter before. Like, what could Apple do when we were talking about the SDK, the Facebook SDK that like broke everyone's apps for a day? Mm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That was fun. <laughs> I was not included, but uh, the the idea was like, how does Apple discourage? It's just like throwing in SDKs all over the place where like they are necessary often. It's not like super, I mean, it is laudable to like not use any, but sometimes you need them. So how do you do that? And how do you prevent instances like this? Like, can you have some sort of Apple approval process for all these SDKs? Because like Apple technically puts it on us to like check all of our SDKs, which is such bullshit. Cause like a lot of times we can't look into them. So we just kind of mm. like trust that they're, rule abiding i mean i didn't say that i look into all my sdks (laughs) but i don't know i think this is a step in a good direction of sort of continuing to push people towards privacy Mm -hmm. um through shame i do wonder if like that (laughs) could help some developers who like don't quite know where to get started like I don't know. Say you're you're making an app and you're using CloudKit and stuff like that. It's like, and you have to to write a privacy policy. Like, how does that work? Like, what is the privacy yeah. thing? Like, you know, totally. like if Apple had it, just like okay, like we like they could almost generate based on what you have. Like, all right, here's yeah. a couple things that your that your app is doing, and it's kind of like a starting point for a privacy policy. I don't know. It's, Can you tell that Kevin is developing an app with iCloud? <laughs> Using CloudKit, how's that? It's fine. <laughs> I'm in a <laughs> that's what they all say. Conflict resolution mode, but uh, it's it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Cool. So, did we cover everything? Uh, I think so. So yeah. Okay. I'd... Can I make a dumb observation? Yeah, sure. I did not realize the Mac icons are all in little squircles now. Yeah, dude. Is that what you were talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> For like 10 minutes, we're talking about this. Wow. 
<laughs> but they do, yeah, like you were saying, they break it like only here, barely. Text edit breaks it. Uh, is, photo booth breaks it. It's kind of a bummer. You're missing a couple, actually. Yeah. Oh, preview breaks it a little bit. Huh. Uh, okay, so I have to update Hanmir uh, app icon to fit in the Squircle mm. and uh, uh, support SF symbols, and I'm done. Hey, it's just a switch. It's one day, few, one day, a few days, <laughs> a few days, right? A few the, days. Of the work. new refrain instead of a few hours. All right, that's it, uh, Ryan. Thanks, thanks for for joining us. Thanks for letting me come over to your house and watch it. Yeah, no, my Stay pleasure. Here, <laughs> Uh, thanks for so we're gonna watch like all the sessions and all the other calls and calls no the other no sleep till dot dot sessions yeah, yeah sessions like it's a call for me it's like it's a <laughs> everything's a meeting now zoom uh, yeah we're gonna watch all the other zooms <laughs> and we're probably gonna install some betas and we're probably gonna have more thoughts and we're probably gonna talk about this for a while yep in the meantime let me say goodbye hey y'all wanna talk about yeah. hey I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Look at your podcast client right now. If it says three hours, that means uh, I started the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Good going home. Okay, now we need to go. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, apologies for the audio quality. I still don't know how bad this is. It's a test. Yeah, it's yeah. Can we start recording now for real? If it's bad, we'll record this again. Yeah. Can you join us again tomorrow? Yeah, sure. We'll just stay up. Yeah. Sorry for that. And uh, check out the show notes it's probably all apple.com slash something um I don't know we can follow us on twitter we are at layoutfm I'm at rafahari Kevin is at vernalkick Ryan where can people find you on the internet and maybe download your apple design award winner <laughs> game <laughs> I hate you uh, you can find me on twitter at warpling or you can find blackbox in the app store searching blackbox or go to blackboxpuzzles.com ooh Cool. Did you have blackbox.puzzles? Is that, is that a... It's not a thing. Yeah. No, it's sorry. not a thing. Blackbox.game. And blackbox.cool got taken by this the fulfillment company. Uh-huh. Is there yeah, a right .box you, DLD? Should, should I have black no, box? I think you can go to app store with a period before RE slash blackbox. <laughs> but just try no, any can. of them. It's a puzzle. Google. Google it. Blackbox iOS. You don't touch the screen. It, yeah. If, if you can't figure out what the URL is for a black box, this game is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The, the website, though, has a meta challenge on it. So. It does. Anyway, uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank yeah, you, Kevin. Fun. Thank you, me. Thank you, <laughs> you listener, for listening in. Uh, we'll talk to you next week or in two weeks. I just think it's playing. Can you go in your head? Background music.